Okay, so we basically have a movie studio in our pockets, right? Well, that changes the world. And, well, we're going to talk to Todd Fisher about those changes on This Is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Monday, January 11th, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it is National Girl Hug Boy Day. Um, I'm pretty sure a boy came up with this that wanted a girl to hug him. So if you're that boy, uh, she's probably not going to hug you because you got to stay six feet away. Yeah, sorry. Uh not my rules. It's a pandemic. Uh, it's also Hot Toddy Day, which, uh, yeah, hey, anytime you can have a drink, uh, go for it. It's it's Hot Toddy Day. And National Milk Day as well. I'm sure there's a drink that you can make with milk. Oh, wait, milk is a drink, but I'm talking alcoholic beverage. I'm sure there's something that you can uh, figure out to make uh, with uh, milk, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Sure. I mean, you did it with eggnog just a couple of weeks ago. Might not do it with milk now. <laughs> All right. It is uh, also, and I've got to get serious on this one, National Human Trafficking Awareness Day. This is basically modern slavery. Uh, human trafficking is the illegal trade of humans um, through recruitment or abduction or by means of force, fraud, or coercion. Uh, people are forced into labor, Um sexual exploitation. Uh, you can learn more about this uh, at safehorizon.org. Again, that is safehorizon.org. And do check that out. It's also, you know, they uh, say wear blue today and uh, hashtag uh, wear blue on your social media to help to raise awareness about human trafficking. All right, let's take a look at our events for today, shall we? Yes, let's start way back in 1569. Yes, whenever I can start way back in the 1500s, it's always going to be a good one, right? Yeah, well, it was the first recorded lottery in England. And, you know, you think that you're going to win some cash, right? No, no. They actually had these scrolls that they circulated around with drawings of the prizes. Yes, you won prizes and not cash. Things like silver platters and other valuable items. Uh, the money that was spent on the lottery was basically an interest-free loan to the government. Now, this wasn't the first lottery. That goes all the way back to the Han Dynasty between 205 and 187 BC. Now, Europeans also had some lotteries prior to this, back during the uh, Roman Empire. Currently, you know, there is, here in the States, a Powerball jackpot up to $550 million at this point. Somebody hasn't won that for quite some time, so maybe uh, go out and spend two bucks, and uh, you could win that. And then, you know, you could buy a bunch of silver platters. That could be uh, great for you. On this day in 1908, the Grand Canyon National Monument is created. Yeah, it was a national monument before it was a national park. It was done by uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Now, in February of 1919, it did become a national park, as you know. Uh, spoiler alert, right? Uh, it's a chasm that is 277 miles long and up to 18 miles wide. You can go down about a mile on this. It covers about 1,900 square miles. I really gave you a lot of numbers there. Maybe you could use some of those in the lottery. 
Just saying. Oh, here's one more. Uh, this will be like the the Powerball uh, main number here, the the big bonus number. It is one of the seven national wonders of the world. Hey, good luck on that uh, lottery. And if you win, don't forget the podcast you can share with us. In 1927, on this day, Louis B. Mayer, head of film studio uh, Metro Golden Meyer, announced the creation of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences at a banquet in Los Angeles on this day. Yes, and that is why we are going to talk with Todd Fisher. Who's Todd Fisher? You know Todd Fisher, right? We talked to him just a couple of weeks ago. He is Debbie Reynolds' son and Carrie Fisher's brother. And he also does a TED Talk about storytelling and about the cameras that were used way back then to tell stories versus the iPhone that were able to tell stories with now. So it's a really interesting conversation that we'll be having with Todd in just a few minutes. But first, let's tell you a couple more events here. In 1935, on this day, Amelia Earhart flies from Hawaii to uh, basically becoming the first woman to fly across the Pacific. Oh, and here's a big one. In 1964, cigarettes are bad for you. At least We've learned that for the first time from a Surgeon General of the United States. Yeah, Luther Terry told people, yeah, cigarettes are bad for you. They can cause lung cancer and uh, other types of cancers. And they are the most important cause of chronic bronchitis. So why did it take so long for this news to come out? Well, I believe that all the previous reports were sponsored by Pall Mall. No, they weren't. But you know what? <laughs> it's smoking is is still a big problem. and. About 45 million American adults still smoke. More than 8 million? Well, they're living with some sort of serious disease caused by smoking, and more than 400,000 Americans die prematurely each year because of their tobacco use. So maybe make today the day that you quit smoking. Actually, we did a really cool interview back in November, November 19th, um, Diago. Uh, it's a podcast called Diago Quits Smoking. I talked with him about his progress towards stopping smoking, and he decided to just tell people about it by doing a podcast. So take a listen to that. Uh, I'll put a link to it in the description. It's our November 19th podcast. All right. Uh, when we come back, we are going to talk with Todd Fisher. You know, he wrote a fantastic book about his life with uh, Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. Debbie Reynolds, his mom, Carrie Fisher, his sister. It's called My Girls, and we'll uh, get you a link to that in the description as well. But first, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk with Todd Fisher. There is nothing I hate more than standing by the refrigerator section, looking at a beer selection and not knowing what to pick. Yeah, I'll just pick by the label sometimes, but no, I, I'm going to stop doing that because the beer connoisseur has over 5,000 expert beer reviews and in-depth articles about the drink we all know and love. Yeah, it's even got like brewery tours, product reviews, all that fun stuff right there in the magazine. And best of all, because you're one of my listeners, you can take $5 off. Just click the link in the description and head over to the beer connoisseur and uh, start drinking better beer. Yeah. 
Welcome back. Okay, so yeah, as I mentioned earlier, Louis B. Mayer, the head of MGM, announced the creation of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences on this day in 1927. Well, okay, I'm not going to make you remember that far back. I'm going to take you back a couple of weeks uh, when we talked to Todd Fisher. Uh, he talked to us about his mom, Debbie Reynolds, and his sister, Carrie Fisher. He's got a fantastic book that we'll tell you about a little later in the podcast. But he is going to join me again today to talk about technology changes from back then to now. Uh, but also, you're going to hear Carrie Fisher's parrot in the background there uh, making some laser blaster sounds. But let's start with, uh, hey, Todd, uh, what about technology now versus then? Well, I, there's a good argument that, uh, and I, you, I, you said you saw my TEDx talk, so I actually draw, I have Ch Charlie Chaplin's camera on stage with me and I pull out my iPhone. And I actually say that this iPhone outperforms this camera that Chaplin had. Imagine what he could have done just with an iPhone. So right. I, I do think there's some positive aspects to the technology and to where we are as and where our culture is at the moment, including the, the young culture. Um, I, I think there's a I think it's very important for people like us to make our children understand where we have come from. I mean, right. it's freaking yeah. critical. Mike, I, I raised three children and, and, the, and I forced them to watch old movies, black and white yeah. movies. And, and initially it was torture to them. The idea, oh no, no, not a black and white movie. I mean, it was like automatically <laughs> a barrier because something is black and white. Now yeah. they love it. And they're teaching their kids that now I had to force it on them. It was not something they wanted, but now they fully understand and appreciate the importance of those stories and the magic that was put in front of them. I mean, are you telling me that when Humphrey Bogart's got the Maltese Falcon and he says, it's the stuff dreams are made of. I mean, you telling me, you know, those moments are, you know, when Jimmy Stewart is frazzled and it's a wonderful life and he's crying out for help. I mean, those are parts of the fabric of our history and who we are and where we've come oh, yeah. from. And it's critical that we hand that down to future generations uh, and let them make the next generation of art, but let us understand storytelling of all kinds and where we have come from and how the storytelling has evolved through film, right. which is now digital art forms. But needless to say, there's a million stories to tell, but we've told some pretty fantastic stories. We have told our entire human history. That's, uh, you know, like, right. from, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we have told the stories from yeah. Jesus Christ from you know, we have Ben-Hur, we got mutiny on the bounty. Every great inspiring act of consciousness has been reenacted in the movies. That's wonderful. Right. It inspires us to create further acts of greatness. Yep. You know, that is what it's all about. Your parents yeah. try to inspire you, right? You're trying to inspire these kids to not be couch potatoes. You have to take away the video games and make them experience life so they have a story to tell. Yeah. You don't get any stories when you just live someone else's story in a video game. Right. You have to make your own magic in life. You know, with like people going towards virtual reality and, you know, all of that, it's like, it's, it's, it's sick. not real. It's <laughs> sick. Experience life. Get outside. I'm not saying I don't love technology. I do. But yes, yeah. that is critical. I mean, you know, it's like, where are we going right now? There's so many channels out there where you can actually put your story. You know, oh, you could yeah. film something and put it onto YouTube. Absolutely. 20 minutes later, which that's the, that's the positive side of. Yes, of indeed. That yeah. is indeed. That yeah. is. 
and the more outlets, the better. And, and the more new places to show your stuff, the better. You're right. That is more than critical because in the old days, that was the downside of the big studio system. Is yeah. Basically had a monopoly on, on create on the, the creative forces here. Right. And nobody could, no one could get out there and, and do what they could do. They were right. able to, you know, they had all of the distribution. They had all the theaters under their control, you know, but today you don't need any of that. You just need no. your iPhone and the YouTube. Exactly. You need, you need to give Apple 700 bucks. That's all you need to do. <laughs> That's true. So there is a cost of admission, but it's fairly cheap. Yeah. Cause I have cameras. They cost a hundred grand back in the fifties. So right. you know the admission price today is pretty cheap. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. And you can edit it and everything on there. It's all all in one. <laughs> the world at your fingertips has never been truer. That stuff is just so cool. The the way movies are made and all of that. It's kind of disappointing that some of like Universal, like they've cut down the the backstage rides and all that stuff. So that <laughs> you know, it's like ah, yeah. oh, that's the fun part. Well, and and movies are obviously made very differently today. You know, we don't have you know, the, the cast of thousands anymore. Right. We just do it digitally. Yeah. Uh, I guess some of that's okay, but there is something amazing about watching a movie where you think to yourself, my God, that's all real people. That's not digital. That's, yeah. well, that's, that is a cast of thousands. I mean, you look at intolerance or some of these big epic films from mm -hmm. like way back and you see these huge sets, like, yeah. like 20 story times, like, and you realize that's just literally spit and glue, literally just plywood and two by four. <laughs> and it's going to fall yeah. down next week. Right. But today it looks like a palace, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's a castle on a hill. The next day it blows over. It's pretty, um, you know, it's pretty amazing. It's movie magic, but that was a different, you know, and there's, there's, it, I don't want to, we shouldn't forget about how that was and how yeah. that happened. That's, that would be very important to also not forget about what all of that was about. It would be very easy to forget about that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's nice to have, you know, some places at least where that's still available for people to see. I took my kids to go see the Warner brothers lot not too long ago. And that was, uh, that's a great, that tour. was a fantastic tour. That's yeah. pretty much like the last undisturbed lot. I mean, you know, like mm -hmm. when I was a little boy, we obviously grew up on the MGM back lots and I was there. I had my whole childhood there with many birthday parties and many great fantasiful outings with my friends where we would play on the pirate ships and, you know, in, oh, the, cool. in the back lot, Western towns and have shootouts. I mean, we just had great freedom of, of creativity running around those back lots. Later, uh, my mom made films at 20th Century Fox also. And I, I played there, you know, in the movie, the Rat Patrol was shot there and they had war torn cities there and we could play World War II reenactments. And it was, it was an, it was an amazing thing to be part of and to see. And now you see that Century City. Uh, where the shopping malls and high rises mm -hmm. are, and it's no more. So you brought up Warner Brothers. It truly is one of the last undisturbed uh, lots. Yeah, um, you know, Universal obviously has areas, uh, but they've converted it much into. Oh uh, yeah, it's a fun park now. <laughs> which is okay. I mean, I'm not saying that's yeah, bad. Yeah. It's just uh, not not what it was. Yeah. No, I mean, they, but on the other hand, my mother was one of the first people to tell Lou Wasserman, "You should turn this place into." an attraction where people can come and see it. You should get tour buses and do that. And, and he said, Oh, Debbie, no one's going to care about that. And uh, <laughs> well, here we are today. Right. Up. But no, my mother was onto that a long ago. That's cool. Uh, and there, you know, but it is, a, those are worth, it is worth seeing those things for sure. And yeah, definitely, definitely worth taking your children there and saying, Hey, 
look where the, look what happened here. Yeah, this this is how it was done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, uh, so I'll, I'll I'll mention your books one more time, or your book one more time. Uh, My girls, a lifetime with Carrie and Debbie. Also, the uh, Bright Lights, starring Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. Uh, yeah, that's on HBO on demand. That's, yeah. Yeah, on HBO Max. So be sure to check that out. Hey, Todd, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. It's been great chatting with you. You're you're uh, you're very tuned in to the subject matter. <laughs> thank you, Todd. And hey, you know what? We will talk again. I hope. Yes, very soon. And I'll put a link to your book in the description as well as the previous shows that we've done together. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Rachel Riley is 35. You know what? Alexander Hamilton was born on this day. Yes, Disney Plus star Alexander Hamilton born on this day in 1755. He died in 1805. I hope I didn't spoil the musical for you there. Uh, Mary J. Blige is 50 years old and Cody Simpson is 24. That's your look at January 11th. Thanks for listening to this is today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.